hope you guys are doing well hope hope you guys are coping lockdown hope it's not affecting you in in uh, in drastic ways at all but uh, yeah well we might pray and um, maybe you could share a couple of the stories from this morning yeah yeah as well, well. Yeah. We'll pray and Let's share pray. some stories. Yeah. Right. Well, Father, we just we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for anyone watching online live right now. Um, we just yeah we just pray your spirit would be released into their home, into their um, living room, wherever they're watching from around the world, the state, the nation, and we just thank you for your kingdom that would is always advancing and always increasing. And uh, may people encounter your love this morning in mm. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so we're really excited to just encourage you and empower you and equip you in this time. Um, we know that it's a crazy time uh, in the world at the moment. Uh, but we want to share stories of hope. We want to encourage you with some scriptures. And it's going to be a special time together this morning. So uh, just a couple of stories for you just from this morning. Um, proof that you can't lock down the gospel and that there's always uh, kingdom work to be done. Um, you may remember for those who were there last Sunday, I've just been building a relationship with a guy that works at the local uh, petrol station. So his name is Sid. He's an uh, Indian Hindu uh, gentleman. And so last week I, I popped in to get my salt and vinegar chips, if you remember those. <laughs> and I gave him one of these hope cards and, and it has a, a link to the gospel and some testimonies. So this week on the way out, um, I grabbed a Bible and another hope card and I walked in and I said, how are you doing? And he goes, yeah, good. Um, I said, did, did you check out that card I gave you last week? He's, oh, yes, hope. You know, and he just totally lit up. And I said, well, I bought your Bible this week. So... Uh, he's got a, a Bible now, and um, we're just kind of building that relationship. And then pop down to get a coffee because we're here at the storehouse, but the storehouse is closed and the coffee machine is cold. And just went down to another local cafe, walked in, had a conversation with the owner. And uh, I've been building relationship with her as well, just slowly by slowly. And I was telling her, uh, she's like, how's everything going? I said, look, yeah, good. I said, my family and I are actually going to go to Florida and then we're going to Africa to do these crusades. And I showed her a video of a, a Christ for All Nations crusade and she just began to cry. Now, this is a lady that walked away from the church when she was uh, a bit younger. So she has some sort of faith background, but she's actually not walking with the Lord. Um, and she just started crying and I said, Look, can I give you one of these hope cards? And once again, gave uh, gave her that that card, and she began weeping. She grabbed her wow, chest and on. she said, "My daughter, my daughter, she needs this." <laughs> and uh, of course, I'm believing she needs it as well, both mother and daughter. And uh, just felt prompted, so I pulled out some cash and I I gave her some cash and I said, "Can you buy your daughter some flowers on your way home?" I know that her daughter's having a rough time in life, uh, struggling with anxiety and things like that. And so just to encourage you, what are we at? 10, 10.05, 10, 10.10, something like that. And every day, and I don't do these things so that I can tell a story. I do them and then I go, oh, wow, that's a crazy story. But just to encourage you, you know, any day, every day, filling up petrol, getting coffee, it's an opportunity to expand the kingdom. And we'll be talking and Liam will share today uh, I'm sure about how do we keep the main thing the main thing because that's what I've been thinking about constantly really for over a year now 
is how do we keep the main thing the main thing? There's so much competing for our loyalty and our allegiance and our opinion and our vote and our and but we're actually not of this world. We're called into kingdom work. So if I can encourage you this morning, um, as you go, as you go to the grocery store, as you go to the petrol station, as you do the the five things you're allowed to do in our state, um, you you can share hope. So yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's Thanks, very exciting. Andrew. Yeah. I've got to remember to look at that, not yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Camera's there, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, I want to, I want to share something. And um, we, you know, over the last 18 months now, we've obviously been in a, you know, global pandemic. And um, there's been all kinds of stuff that's happened around the world and uh, different things that have gone on and different um, opinions, different thoughts. Um, you know, my favourite thing on opinions is everyone's. Someone said they're like noses. Everyone's got them. They've usually got a couple of holes in them. Um, some say they generally smell, but I, I don't want to go that far. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I heard the other day they're like armpits. Everyone's got at least two of them, and they stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, we we need to have opinion. Uh, we need to have we thoughts. Do, we do. And um, you know. I think if I can, there's obviously going to be spectrums and narratives of, of this that are in between all these, what I'm going to mention, but I think there's been two prominent ones in the church that I've seen in response to um, the coronavirus and the government and all those kinds of things. And um, probably two of the responses have been extreme. One One extreme has been very much like rah and the government this and the government that and and going to town on the government and then the other one from from the church i'm talking about from the church um has been we're not going to say anything and we're just going to um, be quiet about it for whatever reasons and those have probably been two of the m- more dominant or prominent responses and over the last couple of weeks i've been pondering in my spirit and we had a good chat and i had a chat with a couple of the other elders as well about this and uh, around sometimes not saying something is saying something and that um, people you know and I don't need um, to say something to uh, appease people I've got a pretty um, good sense of fear of I don't have a, a you know a high problem with fear of man um, or anything thing like that um, but I did feel for our community and for actually the body of Christ in general that there can be another narrative and there needs to actually be another narrative and that needs to be found in this and found in the life of Jesus and found in the response of the Apostle Paul and in the response in the way Jesus responded to certain things and so I want to just paint a couple of pictures for you one is um, and then we might have a little bit of a, a, a to and fro and, and chat about it. Um, and I want to preface this with this isn't me telling you how to think, what to think, how to respond um, in your own personal life. We're not interested in control. Um, but we are interested in raising the bar to kingdom thinking. And, mm. you know, Paul rebuked people for thinking like a mere man. And Jesus rebuked people, <clears throat> excuse me, for thinking like mere men. And I don't want to think like a mere mortal. I want to think 
like Christ thinks. Mm. I want to get the mind of Christ. I want to get the heartbeat of heaven for our nation, for our state, for our region. Um, and uh, I think Jesus was pretty clear on warning us of the spirit of Herod and of the Sadducees. Um, and, the, and, the, and the spirit of Herod is the political spirit. Um, and he warned us not to give ourselves to that. I do believe, wow. personally, this is my personal conviction, um, I do believe that there needs to be godly, righteous people that are in politics, that are called to politics, and they are to be there uh, changing laws, changing things, all of those things. I do believe that. But there's a difference between that and the political spirit mm. that actually causes division, mm. um, that actually causes, uh, in a wrong sense. I know people often say, well, Jesus came, he didn't come to unite, he came to divide with a sword, and they mm. use that scripture and all that. And I understand that. Um, and we're going to look at a couple of verses. But yeah, I, so I want to preface it with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> and, but I. Jesus came, so Jesus is our example that we follow. Uh, this is not part five of the School of Life, by the way. This is kind of a break, and we'll hopefully get back to the School of Life uh, next week or the week after or whenever, whenever we're back. Um, but Jesus is our example that we have to follow. Um, we need to follow his ways, not just his truth. Um <clears throat> You know, Daniel, Joseph, Esther, all these guys, Moses, they all had influence over rulers and leaders in their day who were quite, if I can say it this way, they were influenced by the demonic. Mm. <laughs> they were extremely, wow. extremely um, twisted and tormented people. But they were able to do something in the way that they loved people, yes. especially Daniel. Uh, especially Daniel, the way that Daniel responded, he didn't, he didn't lesser his values mm. to have influence over Daniel, over um, Nebuchadnezzar, and but he, but he still was able to love Nebuchadnezzar and mm. show love to Nebuchadnezzar. So and Je then Jesus comes. Jesus comes in the middle of Rome, uh, the Roman takeover, the Roman emperor, and. There's extreme corruption going on. <laughs> I so mean, I, I, I did a quick Google the other day of like, what were some of the things that, you know, were happening? But I, I think a lot of them are obvious. There was, you know, obviously money laundering, tax evasions. There's, you know, a whole bunch of murder. Like they, if they didn't like something or someone, they just kill them. Um, and so there was this, this was going on. And then you had the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And you had the Zealots. You had all this going on in the middle when Jesus comes. And... Really, apart from give to Caesar what is Caesar's, um, Jesus doesn't address too much in terms of the Roman, you know, how to, how to deal. He says, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Um, you know, he, he, he kind of changes the narrative a little bit. And then we have Paul. Mm. Now, Paul's in a different time frame to Jesus, but in one sense, Paul's in a worse place than Jesus was. Yeah. 
And I was talking to my wife about this, about how when Jesus came, things didn't... It, it, it's like Herod started killing babies. Mm. Um, you know, and, and so, so it's, it's like Jesus comes and things start to go bad. Mm. Um, and I'm not always saying that things are going bad when Jesus is doing something. I don't subscribe to that. But, but it, it's not... The gospel isn't always comfortable. <laughs> and the gospel isn't always unicorns and you know like well, it's not unicorns but <laughs> someone's got a, and butterflies yeah Liam is making a theology on unicorns now no um, but Paul comes and he's in the middle of Nero yeah it's hardcore and he's it's not like oh you know um, you have to wear a mask when you go into um, Woolies it's like if you go in and preach the gospel or you're a Christian you will get killed mm. um, or hung on a cross upside down or, you know, like whatever, like whatever happened to these guys. And they just got martyred mm. for what they believed in. And so Paul's in the middle of that and he's in house arrest. And here are some of the verses that he writes to his followers in Christ on how to respond in a kingdom posture. Mm. And so I want to read a couple to you. Mm. Um and then I want a couple more thoughts and then we'll have a discussion. But the first one is Romans 12 and I'm going to start at verse 9. Oh, what have we got? Some comment. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Jenny. Hey, babe. My wife's on there. Great. All right. So this is Romans 12 verse 9. Paul's writing this from prison. All right. So he says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. So he doesn't, he doesn't say like, um, just be okay with evil. Like he's like, no, no, be against evil, right? And I want to just pause on this. Are these, if I can use these lockdowns as an example, are things happening that aren't good? Is not like yes, things are happening that aren't good. Are things always perfect? No. Is there evil in the world? Yes. Does it be influenced by people? Yes. What's our response to that is what I'm going to address. But mm. are, are always things that we see on the media how they seem? No. Um, are we to be informed? Yes. Are we to be, um, you know, do our, do our due diligence on things? Yes, absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not saying we be ignorant. I'm not saying we um, just bury our head in the sand and say things aren't happening. But what I want to encourage us as a church and I want to encourage the body of Christ in is that we would raise our standard of a Mm. posture of I'm a part of a kingdom now that thinks differently than the world. I'm a part of a kingdom that is light, salt and leaven. So and because I'm here, this this community in this region should look better. Amen. And that includes when people persecute me, when people throw, um, you know, stones at me. How am I going to respond? Am I going to respond in reaction to fear? Or am I going to respond in love? Because perfect love casts out all fear. Uh, so Paul, what is evil? Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with a brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. 
right? That's a key verse for us. Be constant in prayer. Mm-hmm. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Paul, do not curse them. There is life and death in the power of your tongue mm-hmm. and in your words. Just be very careful what comes out of your lips. Oh, amen. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil. Mm. Repay no one evil for evil. Like, it can't get any more clearer than that. Mm. But give thought to what is honourable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, Live peaceable with all. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Just guess what, guys? We're not the judge of humanity. Mm. He is. Mm. Thank goodness for that. Um, To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. This is talking about his enemy. If he's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome evil by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm. And I just want to say this. You might feel like we're in persecution. We're not in persecution. Like here in Australia, we're not in persecution. Um, If you've read what's going on in Iran or Iraq or, you know, um, China, uh, places like this, Whenever there's a, in in these places, there's some of the greatest moves of God that you will ever Mm. see is happening Mm. right now in current present day, especially Mm. in Iran, there's just a great move of God that's happening over there. We're not in persecution, all right? Um, It might feel like that. You might feel like you're being, there's things going on right now. And there is tribulation. There is um, definitely trials and things that are happening right now in our world. Uh, Absolutely. But the church in Australia right now, um, we're, we're, we're okay. I feel like we're okay, <laughs> personally. So I want to read another verse. 1 Thessalonians um, 5. Oh, someone's trying to come into the storehouse. This is so good. I hope you're taking notes. Um, I'm having... I feel very privileged I get to sit here <laughs> and uh, learn from the master. So, Oh, Marcel. Hey, Marcel. So good. good to see oh, you. Come on. I love Marcel. All right. One, uh, one Thessalonians 5, um, verse 15. See that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Wow. If you want to know what the will of God is for your life, give thanks in all circumstances, pray without ceasing. Those two Mm. things can be a good starting point. Mm. And James 1, we know this one very well. Um, Verse 2. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And I want to just read one more verse, verse, 
our fight, I believe right now, is not against flesh and blood. We know that verse so well and we quote it all the time. But right now, <clears throat> our fight, if I can say this boldly, is not against the government. Mm. Our fight is not against Scott Morrison, against Daniel Andrews. Jesus is not a left-wing or a right-wing Christian. <laughs> He's a king mm. with a different way of thinking. Amen. And he came and taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done mm. on earth as it is there. Mm. Everything that Jesus did was the demonstration and a model and a representation of the king's domain on planet earth. So where there was sickness and he healed him, that's the king's domain trumping, trumping what's on planet earth. Mm. When he fed the 5,000, that was the king's domain trumping. When he walked on water, the king's domain trumping gravity. Like it's, it's incredible, right? So everything he did was a display of the kingdom. Yeah. He, he never, that we know of anyway in scripture, he never was like, all right, guys, I'm worried about what's happening in Rome. He said, no, little children, be of good cheer. Mm. I have overcome the world. Yeah. I have overcome the world, and now I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Now go and advance the kingdom. And we're not going to advance the kingdom by reacting to something that's going on in a worldly system. Mm. Um, we, we're going to advance the kingdom by responding in, a, in the king's way. So this is our ministry now. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We know this one well too. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, so that's all the Christians, if you're in Christ, um, you are a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So what is the ministry of reconciliation? And then Paul addresses it. He says, that is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of recon reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ, God making his appeal through us that we implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no, no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Mm. So this whole verse here is and has to be our standpoint of, okay, something's going on in government right now. Let's just make it really practical. Something's going on. Does it necessarily mean I agree with everything? No. Does it mean that we always agree with everything? Let's look at history. Let's look at what happened with, you know, um, oh, Rome and uh, the Nazi Germany and Cambodia and oh, the list could go on, right? World War One, World War Two, Vietnam War, all these wars and the Palestinian War, Israeli War, all the wars that have happened, right? It's like, do we agree with that? No. But what, what's our response? We've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Mm. And what does that look like? Not counting their trespasses against them. Mm. How do we respond? Well, I'd like to propose that in all of those verses I've read out, 
especially Romans 12, 1 Thessalonians 5, Matthew 6, where to pray, where to go to a new level of prayer for his kingdom to come, for his will to be done. Mm. Our fight is not against people. Mm. Jesus, Paul, the apostles, they made that super clear. Ooh. Our fight is not against people. We're in a new covenant now. The judgment and the wrath of God was, was, was Jesus took it on of the punishment of sin. He took it on. Mm. So it's done. So now we've been given the ministry of reconciliation, which means I need to respond in a way that is kingdom. Mm. And the kingdom response is, okay, not counting their trespasses against them. Pray without ceasing. Yes, abhor what is evil. Don't be like, okay with evil. But we as the church, and I'm talking to Glory City, talking to the body of Christ, I believe we need to be more known by what we are for than what we are against. Mm. And too often the church has been known what they're against mm. as opposed to what they're for. And I, we need to be against stuff. I'm against murder. I'm against a whole bunch of things. But I think we need to be known what we're for in this season right now and... We need to pray. Mm. We need to pray that... Um, I think there's another verse in uh, in 1 Timothy 2 where Paul writes, Pray for your... Le-. Actually, let's read it. 1 Timothy 2. And uh, and then I'll let, Andrew, so I'll let Andrew talk then because oh, I've, so I've talked all tapes. But 1 Timothy... I think it's 1 Timothy 2, 2. It says, First of all, then, I urge the supplication, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. For kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Saviour, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm. I'd love to teach on this one day, but just for real quickly, prayers for kings and people who are in high authority leads to a quiet and peaceful life that and then everyone would be saved Mm. oh yeah but liam you don't understand you know this has happened in my life i've lost my job i've da 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 and you you know like suicide rates going up and all these things do you not know what uh, yep i understand our response is still prayer Mm. our response is not to react the way the devil would and throw stones Mm. and and use um, vile tone with our tongue or with our words on Facebook our response is I don't agree I abhor what is evil absolutely Mm. but I need to pray I need to get on my knees I need to pray that his kingdom would advance because I said this to Andrew Mm. the church we're not looking to make the world Christian we need to look of how the kingdom responds and let that work itself out. We're not trying to make the world a Christian world. Yeah, we want the kingdom. We want the kingdom to come. And when the kingdom comes, it's it's just better. It's just better in every way, shape or form. So I, I just wanted to encourage us, and we'll have a bit of a chat, And but I wanted to encourage us with that, that our heart posture in this season, while all the swirl might be going on around us, and it's not... It's not good and it's not our economies, you know, all the things that are happening. I, it, I get it. I understand. 
but I, I think we need another narrative and the narrative needs to be a response of prayer, a response of thanksgiving. And we had a great prayer night here on Thursday night where the, 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 the common thread was let's, let's operate in the opposite spirit of the world right now, which is fear, mm. to be honest, if I was to put it in mm. one, one phrase, is fear. Mm. Mm. And so we want to operate in the opposite spirit, and, mm. and which is love. And which doesn't, love doesn't necessarily mean I agree with it, but love it means I can afford to not necessarily um, be right mm. or be wrong, but I can afford to be, I want to be unified and bring hope to our world and bring a light to this community and, and change the narrative that, that's currently being presented, I think. So mm. anyway, that's, that's me. Jeez, love. Oh, so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, feel free to, to write any comments, any questions, um, any feedback. Oh, I, I know for me, I'm just sitting here just just being so reminded to keep the main thing the main thing and to yeah, do yeah. things the king's way. And that was so good, Liam. Thank you for sharing that. Um, one story that comes to mind as you're sharing is when you're talking about this, um, and I, I underlined it here in my Bible, like, that he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And, and when you said not counting their trespasses against them mm. and uh, we, I had a profound encounter on my birthday actually yeah, yeah. On my birthday, this, is good. I, this is a good story I, I prayed and I said Lord um, for my birthday I'd like to witness to someone anyway we we, uh, we were at the hot springs and had a great day and I was you know but I was getting nowhere get to the end of the day we, we had dinner down in Lilydale and um as I'm, as I'm sitting there at dinner, this guy walks by and he, he just looked at my wife super lustfully. Like, you can just tell when you see someone and he just kind of looked at her and he looked her up and down and, and went around the corner. And I thought to myself, what's really going on here? See, if I, if I view the world through the, through the world's lens, through the flesh lens... I'd probably go up to him and say, hey, buddy, like, um, you know, do you mind? You know, <laughs> that's my wife. Um, but I thought about it, I'm like, hey, my, my battle's not against flesh and blood. This is a person, a child of the king. And clearly there's something, like, clearly he's operating in this way because he doesn't know his value and his worth. And, and he's blind spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I got up went up to him and it turns out he's an uber uber eats driver and i just said hey man do you know jesus and he's like oh i've heard about jesus you know um i'm a muslim and and all this and and so i i said well jesus loves you he's got a plan for your life and i gave him once again one of those hope cards and um just just shared just simple kind of gospel with him and then left and my daughter said this to me as we were walking out the door she said, why did that man look so sad? Isn't that interesting? My five-year-old could pick up mm. that this man was so sad. And I said, because he doesn't know Jesus. He doesn't have hope. And, um, and then he actually went on that card. He went on the website. He listened to the testimonies. And he sent an email to Hope Movement, which is this ministry that um, my friend Pat leads under Youth for Christ. And he said, please pray for me. Pat called him and he gave his heart to Jesus. 
Come on. Um, on the Monday, and I've now got his phone number. So uh, we'll be catching up to, to do some discipleship. I've got a Bible at home for him. Yeah, you got and, You know, so, so what is, I love what you're saying, Liam, about what is the opposite spirit, right? So, oh my gosh, the government's being so controlling. This particular individual is on a power trip. This particular individual. Now, we can, we can see that and discern that. But if we respond with this person's bad and that person this and that, we're actually just throwing back what's coming at us. But if we go, okay, there's hypothetically, if our opinion is this person or we're discerning it's actually truth, um, this person's controlling or there's a control thing going on, what we get to do now is intercede for a breakthrough of freedom intercede for a release of control intercede for the spirit of god to come into that person's life and into that space and i think the thing that um that i've just been have been thinking about is exactly what you're saying liam is we see the press releases and we and we and we have decisions from from different levels of government and individuals and some of us will be having decisions from our bosses that we disagree with in this time and how they're operating the business, blah, blah, blah. God, what is your, what is your way of now engaging in a spiritual battle? Because that's what it is. And I can tell you that what Liam just said is we don't see in Scripture Jesus or Paul or Daniel going, um, you know, so all my friends, uh, I just want to encourage you if your government starts persecuting you, rebel and and slander them and curse them. It's like, no, pray for those who persecute you. Bless those who curse you. Like, it is so opposite. But actually, this is how we're going to take the nation back. And I was messaging my friend Graham Power. He, he ran uh, a thing called the, the uh, Global Day of Prayer. He packed out stadiums all over the world. He's from South Africa. Wow. And right now, South Africa's in turmoil. We need to pray for them. And yeah. I messaged him and I said, Graham, I said, I really believe in my, in my heart. I said, I feel like you're about to see the greatest revival you've ever seen. And he's seen like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people gather to pray. I said, I feel like in my spirit, now's your time to step up because there's a greater move now that, than what you saw in the past. And, and I said, this is a divine shaking in South Africa. Now, that doesn't mean the Lord is doing the shaking, um, but there is a shaking happening and he'll use it for his good. And I believe that in Australia, and we've been talking about this for weeks, there's a shaking happening. Like, you couldn't be less in control, even if you, like, it's just, we're so not in control, it's not funny. And yet, um, and yet, actually points to the one that is in control it points to something greater and like i've shared like i'm just seeing it all around me at the moment is as as we share the things of the kingdom people are responding because the the, light yeah it's it's like we need yeah there's darkness everywhere we need to present light there's opinions everywhere we need to present peace Mm. we actually need to rise above and and i was reading my um I was reading my intercessor wrote this and just off what you said at the beginning. He said he's in California, knows nothing really about what's going on in Australia, doesn't read the Aussie news, nothing like that. He says there's a little bit of restriction in Australia. The ground isn't fully ready. And he says this, the prince of the power of the air is 
really has a stronghold over Australia right now. Pleasure and hedonism is a god that needs to bow to the Lord there. And he said this, the political battle slash spirit in the spirit is strong in Australia. And there is a way that seems right to a man, but in its end, it leads to death. And I really do believe, um, and just back up what Liam's saying, like, this is a battle in the airwaves right now. This is a battle, um, this, there is a way that seems right to man. Look, we're not saying, and, and we were very clear on this, we caught up yesterday and discussed this. We're not saying get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated. We're not saying protest or don't protest. We're not saying um, write a letter to your member of parliament or don't write a letter. That's democracy. That's you do. You've got your freedom, all this. What we're saying is we need to chunk it up a level and make the main thing the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. Pray, love your enemies worship king jesus you know and we and we really are calling for prayer we don't know what that's going to look like from a corporate perspective um i'm going to be having conversations with the the national day of prayer and fasting team around the country like what are we doing to pray um and as a church i think we need to seriously and if you get a word if you get a sense like send us a message what does it look like for us to actually fast and pray as a church what if um you know, every evening at 8 p.m., we prayed for our government. I don't know what it looks like in terms of a call to action, but you can start right now. You can start praying, you can start interceding. And every time, I just say this as well every time you have these thoughts that say, I'm going to curse my leaders, grab it, take it to Christ, and turn it into, into a blessing, turn it into a weapon, a turn it into prayer. Yeah. Like, yeah, declare. Declare over Victoria. You know, Victoria will be the light to the rest of Australia. Victoria is the place to be. You know, like we all we, we all joke we're all joking at the moment, like Victoria the place to flee. Victoria the place not to be. Victoria No no no. Victoria is the place to be because the glory of God is gonna flow through this state like we've never seen before. People are gonna move to Victoria, people are moving to Victoria, which is interesting, for the revival that's going to happen in this space. Let's speak life. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So I encourage you, whether you're typing, whether you're speaking, whether you're praying, just um, just speak life over, over these people. And, and just the scripture just could not be clearer. It just could not be clearer. And we could we go into it all day, yeah. you know. It's, we're called to pray for government. We're called to honor government. We're called to um, to even submit to the authorities, and this is like under Nero. Under Nero like crazy. They, they're using Christians as torches, you know. Um, <laughs> like you know, like, like <laughs> it blows we, my mind. we we have to check in yeah. with a QR code. I don't like doing it. Trust me. Um, but they were using Christians as torches to light up their parties, as in dipping them in kerosene and burning them. Like that's that's what was happening. And he's saying, pray for those people. Honor those people, respect those people. We're like, what? Um, and please hear our heart as well. And, and and I believe this is the heart of the Lord, not just our heart. Is it's not about um, agreeing. It's not. Jesus had times where he's like, woe to you, you know, scribes and Pharisees. Like yeah, there were yeah. times where there was this sense of this is not right, but we can't slip into the political spirit of the world. We have to stay in the realm of the kingdom. And and that's our encouragement to you today yeah, yeah. is 
keep the main thing the main thing keep the keep your your eyes on the prize keep your eyes on the kingdom and you can't go wrong and worst comes to worst do this one it always works lord search my heart see if there's any wicked way within me like search me god search my thoughts and he'll show you he'll go yeah you probably need to slow down on that uh rant that you've been having yep you just i want you to bless instead of curse you know he's so good and there's no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus so if you're watching this and you're like oh my gosh you know you just you've come to a revelation that maybe in this season you need to be responding in an opposite spirit um there's so much grace and peace and freedom for you and you just get to go right from here on in i'm interceding i'm praying i'm loving i'm honoring and we'll say it again we're not saying to blind agreeing but we're saying chunk it up to the next level so hopefully that encourages you guys. yeah I, i'll just jump on that i think um one thing with prayer and i think uh, i can't remember who said it but um it doesn't take it doesn't take a prophet to realize there's dry bones um <laughs> it, it's it's like it doesn't take a prophet to realize hey the world's not in a great place right now um, it takes the prophetic word to call the dry bones to life. Wow. Um, and I think right now we need to, uh, I've used this example before with, um, with, our, with our church, is, you know, if there was um, rats on a plane and there's all these rats and all these rats and the pilot says, we need to take the plane to a higher altitude and all the rats die off. Mm. And I think that's what we need to do. If there's too many, you know, swirling things going on in the world right now it's like how do we how do we overcome evil with good is by taking the 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 plane of the kingdom so to speak to a to a higher altitude our fight isn't against flesh and blood but it is against principalities and powers in that heavenly space Mm. but you and i the christians we're seated in the the heavenly realm with god and so our fight is not isn't there. Our fight is in this second tier here, where it, it, over principalities and powers, over regions, over people. Um, and so we need to we need to come up here. We need to come up and fix our eyes on Him, and um, and see the victory won in the airwaves. Mm. And not out of I think we have to be careful. Not out of a response to the devil but out of a out of a response to what are you doing right now in this season god what are, mm. what are you doing so right now because god's not up there going like i'm he's worried he's not he's not worried there's no worry in in in, mm. uh, in the kingdom and uh, he's given us the keys to the kingdom he said hey boys i got the keys back go and advance the kingdom mm. and, and girls so that's just he said that to his disciples but <laughs> Um, watch, watch, uh, approach all things with the Holy Spirit and bear that fruit. May we not be minded in our speaking and thinking, but heavenly mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And so, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think we, hey, Julie, how you doing? Um, I think we, we really, and, and I, I agree. I think we don't know what it looks like. We were just having a talk before, but I think more than ever right now in our world, we, we love to figure things out in the natural but i think uh, we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience 
So we need to we need to get the perspective and the prophetic word and the prophetic utterance from heaven um, and release that. You know, Jesus said, when you go into a house, release your peace. Mm. You know, it's like we carry peace and we've got something to release into our world. And um, don't tell me there's not principalities and powers over regions. I mean, I use I, I you know lived in Belgrade for a long time. And whenever people go up there, like, oh, there's something evil going on up here. It's like, okay, time to flip it. You know, imagine if people came to Lillardown and they're like, oh, man, the peace in this region. Like, man, they come to Ringwood. They're like, man, the peace in Victoria, like, is overwhelmingly thick. Yes. And, oh, I just come into, I come into Mount Evelyn and I'm like, oh, there's just a, like, relaxed glory here and it's yes, like let it be the peace of god needs to reign and it's it's the shalom of heaven that tramples on mm. the serpent that mm. kills and crushes satan mm. and um and uh and so i just think we need to we need to dial that notch up uh, uh you know a little bit and just or a lot and just mm. go hey so i think there I, i've been stirred more than ever for prayer um in my personal life and my personal walk and i think um, I would be encouraging the body of Christ. Um, I think there's a call, um, for those that know the call, uh, Lou Engel, prayer movement in America, I feel prophetically there's a call-like movement about to launch in our nation. Um, not to create a ministry as such, but to rally the troops, <laughs> to rally the troops to prayer. Um, and, and someone reminded me this week, actually, um, mm. for those that know Amy Simple McPherson, um, there was a great move of God that happened in Los Angeles out mm. of a, a, flu, a flu pandemic. Mm. Out of a flu pandemic came a great move of God. Mm. And so I just, I feel like we could have the same. Why not? Why yeah, not? Let's Why not? You know, Come so. On. Um, Going after it. See from heavens. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Mm. Did you have anything else? Well, you think that's it? No, I We're just good? I just uh, made a note in my phone though um, to catch up with Lou Engel because <laughs> you mentioned him and we'll be um, we'll be in the states, God willing, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And he's been really interested in hope movement and what's happening there. He has, that's right. Yeah. And so um, he he's ordered himself some hope cards to be sharing. Cool. And um, yeah, I mean, why not? Like. You know, I was talking to Robin this week. I, I don't think she'll mind me sharing this. And she just said, like, why why not see the greatest revival launched in the Yarra Valley Amen. that spreads out into the rest of Australia and across the world and ushers in the return of Christ? I was like, whoa, you're dreaming big, Robin. But this is the thing. Like, we were watching The Chosen last night and, um, and there's this scene with Jesus and, and his mother Mary and uh, he says, um, she says, if not now, when? And I think the you're going to hear it from Liam and I again and again. You We're going to ruin you. the whole chosen for anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, That's not quite a spoiler, but um, yeah, I think you're going to hear it again and again from Liam and I, and from Robin and from others around you. Like, let's go for it. Like, let's pray. Let's intercede let's go for revival in our region like and it's going to be uncomfortable like you're going to have to wake up early and pray you're going to have to um host bible studies in your home for new believers there's going to be converts come to our church our church is going to get messier and messier because we're going to have people you know halfway through the service saying hey i've got a question like as a muslim 
help me understand this or hey as a hindu who's just gotten saved like i just need some help unpacking what you just shared and it's going to be beautiful it's going to be glorious it's going to be messy there's going to be church plants there's going to be i mean what we're seeing is just i feel like what what we've got and i texted liam a little while ago i said i feel like the lilydale revival has begun i really Mm -hmm. feel there's a momentum happening and we will see churches come together we will see uh just some wild things for the kingdom in the in the coming uh months and years so let's step in let's lean in and yeah i'm i'm with you let's see it we, we we never want to promote um we're not interested in promoting you know our churches per se no. but we but we are i don't want to be uh dumb it down either we are seeing something special very special here and and yeah. the last especially the last four weeks uh i was saying to some of the guys that the the increase of glory it, the bible says he it's his desire to cover the earth uh, with his glory as the waters cover the sea and so you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory, and that's his. That's what he wants. He wants his glory to cover planet Earth, um, and we need that. We can't have a smooth, um, slick run things. While that can be good, um, we we need the presence. Um, I was crying the other day, and it it, it takes a bit for me to cry, <laughs> but I was crying because I was like, I just. I just want you, just want you, God, mm-hmm. and I want your kingdom to come. And um, and so, before we before we go though, um, you're going to see fan. You mentioned it at the start. There's a video on our private page, which I would encourage those that are called Glory City Home um, to have a look at. You need funds. Yes. <laughs> you, you, need, you need money and prayer and prayer yeah. and. Um, and so do you, did you did you share at the start i can't remember now did you sh- you shared a little bit but yeah can, can you just you're going in like two weeks yeah you, what is christ for all nations where has it come from what's going to be like the things that you're doing what you're going to learn if you can share in five minutes yeah, and then yeah. we'll have a bit of a call to arm for you as well yeah so. yeah yeah look i think i mentioned before that the the thing that we've been reflecting on Joyce and I and, and, and I've really been pressing into is what's the main thing because this time last year I was I was in hospital getting a hernia operation and if you followed my journey at all you'd know that I was very vocal on social media about this political thing and that political thing and this news article and that news article and as I was recovering in my hospital bed from my hernia operation I, I just kept thinking I just need if I'm going to make noise about anything it actually just needs to be the gospel because I'm called as an evangelist I'm called as a missionary I know my my gifting and my calling and so I've been doing a lot of thinking a lot of praying and just pushing into my work with Sounds Youth like for so. Christ and saying come on we've got to we've got to make this happen at Youth for Christ we've got to go after the lost and all that and that's been fantastic um but i'm also uh liam's just gone to direct someone who's trying to get into the the storehouse at the moment we're up at the storehouse and people are wondering why they can't get coffee um as i've been thinking about the main thing um i've definitely been thinking a lot about um this call that's on my life to preach the gospel to the masses 
So um, I've been trained by Awakening Europe. They they did we did like a week and how do you do a stadium event and that was fantastic. And then um, I've also done a week with CFAN. I've worked on the Franklin Graham event when Franklin Graham came to Melbourne. And I've kind of been learning and growing to really believe for the masses and grow after the, go after the masses. Because this is the thing with schools and boot camps and things like this. One, you get skills, but two, you get an injection of faith. So some of you may remember Awaken the Valley. We started Awaken the Valley off the back of going to school, this one week school uh, in Europe with Awakening Europe. And so what's happened is, uh, long story short, the Lord gave me a dream couple of months ago and there was a stopwatch in the dream I woke up at one o'clock in the morning and I felt the Lord say you need to apply for the CFAN boot camp now this is three months in Florida being trained up as uh, an evangelist to the masses and then they take you over to Africa and you do evangelism uh, mass evangelism crusades so in November they're doing what they call a flagship crusade and they're looking at a million people in, in Nigeria and so there's every chance that in November our boot camp students will work on that crusade and be a part of that crusade. My friend Braidwood has just graduated the boot camp and the, this boot camp is training and then practical experience, experience. Sorry, And he said after one session he was in his apartment and the Lord just branded his heart with a map of Australia. So we're going to Africa, we're going to America, but I really believe it's going to be a gift to Australia. It's going to be a gift to uh, our region, to the Yarra Valley. And I just want to thank everyone in advance for standing with us, for praying with us, for partnering with us. CFAN, Christ for All Nations, um, was started by Reinhard Bonnke. It was actually started, technically it was kind of launched at a bus stop. Mm -hmm. So Reinhard Bonnke was a German missionary to Africa. And he just wanted to see people saved. So he started preaching at a bus stop and playing his piano accordion. And then he started seeing people get saved. And then he had this idea, why don't I rent a tent? And then he built a tent. He actually built the largest tent in the world at the time. And he was doing tent crusades and thousands of people were getting saved. Then they decided this tent's way too small. And now they just do go outdoor. If you look up, just yeah. just look up on YouTube. Christ for all nations. It's bonkies. It's bonkies. Christ, <laughs> that could take off. Christ for all nations, um, Nigeria crusade, or just crusade, any of their crusades. And you just see hundreds of thousands of people. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't know if I agree with crusade ministry. Or, uh, the data, the stats of this, the number one way to, that people are getting saved today on planet Earth is through missional church planting. So starting new churches, so movements, house church movements, new churches. That's the number one way. But the number two way organizationally that people are getting saved is through crusades. So they do work. There are millions of people getting saved every year by someone preaching the gospel. And this is what CFAN does as well. They work with the local church. They make sure that it's not just you get saved and you go home. They connect them in with local churches. And you know, the Lord spoke to me a little while ago and I was thinking about this whole Lilydale revival and I felt that he said, revival will come as the churches come together. And I do believe that there's going, we are seeing something incredibly special at Glory City. But when we have some of these open nights and open events and, 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 we're just going to see some wild things. So 
I just want to say thank you in advance for those praying for us, for those sending us. It's scary. Like, it is petrifying. I'm thinking we're taking our family in the middle of a pandemic to Florida, and then I'm going to go to Africa. And uh, it's like, what on earth are we doing? What are we thinking? But we feel the whisper of the Lord on it. Some of you will know there was a challenge um, to us actually going, and that challenge has been overcome. And just as we've gone low and we've been humble, the Lord has just provided. Get this, we had through, we, basically, when I found out I was in at the school, I was like the second last person to be accepted. It was one month to school start day. Mm-hmm. So the school starts on the 4th of August. We'd like to fly out on the 27th or 28th of July. I've found some pretty good flights um, on that day. It starts on the 4th of August. And I did the maths. We have to raise 40,000 Australian dollars um, to go. So that's $10,000 every week until we could go. And I, I was saying to someone, I said, we've never done that before in our lives. Well, in the first week and a bit, we've seen um, over, we've, we're, we're at $22,000. So eight and a half thousand of that is from this, this, the write-off of our car. <laughs> eight thousands come from a couple in Norway. And then there's others that have said, we'll give you 500, we'll give you 100, we'll give you 50, we'll give you 1,000. Like every dollar counts. And so far we're at 22,000. So we have about two weeks to raise $18,000. And um, I just do want to invite you to partner. I know that Joyce and I have always been so blessed when we sow into others. Even this morning, I'm giving money to this lady at this cafe. And to see her cry and to see the way that she was so impacted by that gift. The first gift that came in for us was $1,000 from a couple in Bendigo. I just sat in front of my computer and I just wept because it was like, it just so hit me that this couple in Bendigo that we know, but we don't know super well, would sow into us. And um, it's just an adventure. We can't do it alone. And so um, huge thank you to Liam, because when I called Liam, he was like, the church is getting behind you. We're sending you. You know, this is not a Andrew and Joyce going and doing their thing. This is Glory City sending you guys and being behind you. And we're, I'm just so thankful for you, Liam. And it's just such a blessing. Our, our so, pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So, so a couple of things. Um, you can give to our uh, Glory City uh, thing if you want to. Um, obviously, those that give regularly and, and your weekly giving, we you know, thank you. And we just pray blessing on that and increase. Um, and you can do that online or go to our website, which has the giving link as well. Um, if you want to specifically give to Andrew and Joyce, the church, um, we were obviously we were hoping to be together, um, but we can't be together this today. Um, and they have two weeks to raise this money. So if you feel to give, um, you can do it through there um, in the private page. There's a link. And uh, maybe we can put the link up on here as well um, and give directly to them. But if you are giving through the Glory City website and you give, you know, just put Scarborough's or Andrew and Joyce or, you know, something in the reference that will, um, and 100% of that we will um, allocate to them. And, and the church, we, we as a church will be giving something as well, um, and a, a figure and an amount. And so, um, yeah, I just encourage you guys to, to do that. Um, and I think, you know, if you honor a prophet in the name of a prophet, you get a prophet's reward. And um, Andrew, I believe, is called to be an evangelist 
to our a fivefold evangelist to our nation to our body we're just privileged to have him in our church mm-hmm. and um and so I, I want us to think of this as like what they're going to get from probably some of the best training and equipping of the saints that you will get on planet earth right now is we are going to receive that blessing in return and then when we honor that we receive that that blessing and so which is just that's a great deal because we don't all have to go it's <laughs> it's like we send andrew where he comes back and uh and, and then it just exponentially goes and that's how the kingdom works what someone gets you honor it you get it mm. and um and wow. so yeah i'd encourage i encourage and and you know you it's might be five dollars it's yeah. not the amount as yeah. andrew has, has alluded to so mm. cool we've been on for an hour we're gonna we're gonna pray we're gonna jump off um and let you guys have your your sunday um thank you guys for jumping on mm. there's almost 30 people on here this morning um i'd encourage you guys if you are like hey i want to take this word now and do something practical yeah. with it good. um one i would pray Right now, I'd be in the midst of, I'd be praying. Mm. Praying, turning those, maybe those fears, those worries, those things into declarations, into decrees, into prophetic utterances, um, into just releasing hope and joy and freedom and all that. The second thing is, I'd go find a local cafe, a police station, a shop that's struggling and say, hey, I know this is a tough situation right now. I want to bless you. Yeah. Can I buy? So can good. I buy fifty coffees? Can I so buy? Good. Can yeah. I buy you some flowers? Can I just pray for you if it's not mm. money? It doesn't always have to be money. Can I just bless this store? I think Julie was saying she's. Uh, cre- I created cards called Crowning Croydon in Prayer with a word brilliant. It, so good. There's multiple different ways. Just stop into a business that you know. Put a note on their door saying, "Hey." I know you might be struggling. I just want to. I'm just saying. I'm praying for this business right now. Whatever it is, uh, we can do something. We can put this kingdom thing into action in some way. So, Father, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for Andrew and Joyce. We thank you for just the release of financial blessing over their life. God, that the, all the money and more would come in. Mm-hmm. All the money that they need would be just. It's just there. God, you own a cattle on a thousand hills. You are the great provider, the Jehovah Jireh. And I just thank you right now for our nation. Mm, I thank you for yes. the hope of our nation. I thank you for our state of Victoria. I thank you for a new day dawning. I thank you for a brand new kingdom perspective for the church and for the bride. And I thank you that we would not be influenced by the demonic, but we would be in response to the kingdom call mm. in Jesus' name. Yeah. And where there is hopelessness, I pray hope would yes. arise. Where there is despair, I mm. pray that uh, disappointment would turn into a triumphant victory. Mm. That Romans eight twenty eight, that all things would work together for good of those mm. who love you and are called according to your purpose. Mm. And those that don't know you and don't know the hope of humanity... I pray that the good news would be louder than the bad news. Yes, God. That the good news of Jesus would trump the yes, bad God. news right now that is echoing out into the world. That we would not be an echo of the world, but we would be a voice of the kingdom. Yes, in God. Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, God. Amen. 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 Oh. The link's in the link there for... Oh, Bron's put it up for you. Oh, what a gem. Bron. What a gem. Hey, love you guys. And... Um, Hopefully we'll be in person next week. Um, 
And uh, if, if not, we will be continuing to pray for you and bless you. And uh, yeah, please, please give to these guys. Can't encourage you to do that enough. So bye-bye. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Great to spend time with you all. And we'll see you soon. Keep advancing the kingdom.